0: So we're finally getting the chance to put a pin in 2020 and start a fresh new year. And I think a lot of us have had to put temporary fixes on different things because, hey, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know it was coming. But now that 2020 is behind us, or about to be, depending on when you're listening to this, we can actually put a plan in place to be more productive, to spend more time with our family, and actually enjoy the year.
1: So in this episode, we're going to give you our top seven tips for planning 2021. Let's get started.
0: Welcome to Working Home Parents, helping you find stability between client calls and potty training, because we're all figuring this out as we go. And now, your hosts,
1: Amanda and Dan Norton.
0: Well, welcome to episode 17. It's the last episode of the year.
1: Yeah, I can't believe it. My goodness. We've been at this for like three months. It feels like forever, though.
0: Yes, in September. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, it's crazy how the time flies. And thank you so much uh, for listening to us uh, throughout these months and, and weeks uh, forever however long you've been listening to us we really appreciate you and this has been this has been really fun for us i yeah. think it's cool that we get to have conversations and you know a uh, a a different quarter 4 to 2020 than yes. i'd say quarter 1 and 2 especially yeah. uh so it is a cool thing so you know if that's something that you're thinking about for your 2021 uh, is potentially starting a podcast i think it's great yeah, I it's think been it's a, great. It's been fun. Yeah, just having conversations, getting to talk to other guests. Yeah. That's I think that's been, been awesome. cool, especially as parents that we get to kind of talk about things we're concerned about and get <laughs> to hear from people and and learn other stories. Yes. Or get to hear from other guest experts. So, I hope this has been helpful for you as much as it has been for us in yeah. the conversations we've been able to have. Awesome.
1: And this episode I'm super excited about cuz I am a type A personality. Um you are a type B. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but planning is like in my genetic makeup. I don't know what it is about planning that gets me so excited, but I love it. So I'm really excited. This is this was so easy to put together because this is what I do already.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> so. Not not as easy for me because I'm right. not a planner. Right. I have uh, a lot of um you know Yes. And a lot of ideas and a lot of things. That's why I think I'm more of like the creative entrepreneur. Yep. But this is where I need you because I need to be able to actually get things on paper so that they get done. Right. (laughs) Which is exciting about 2021. Yep. And I help you out a lot with sticky notes around your desk. So Sticky notes. Yep.
1: (laughs) So number one is look ahead at your calendar. Mark the calendar with birthdays, conferences, camps school schedules, mark it all ahead of, you know, in January, start planning ahead, start writing it all down so that when you are looking at the month, the, the month before, um, you have an idea of what cards you need to get, what gifts you need to get, what, uh, what's coming up, maybe some, some things for your kid's school, you have to bake something or whatever it is. Start looking ahead and mark down all of the activities, all everything that's going to be taking place.
0: Yeah. And you like to use like a physical calendar. Yes. And I'll always use a digital because as much as I think a physical calendar is is good, and I do actually have like a whiteboard one that I use for some client stuff. I like to use the digital calendar because I could just put it in and set it and forget it and it goes every single year. In fact, I'll put reminders of people's birthdays, like important ones that I need to like, oh, I should text this person or I uh, need to get a gift for this person. I'll put it where I'll get a reminder on the calendar like a week before. And then it'll surprise me because I'll be like, oh, no, is it actually their birthday today? (laughs) And then it's like, no, next week. But if you go through and put it in on your calendar, if you haven't actually done that to your digital calendars on your phones Uh, I use the iCal, the Apple calendar, uh, but a lot of people use the Google one, too, because you could share family calendars. We do that uh, with the Apple calendar is uh, I do a couple of shared calendars with Amanda. And this way, you know, something comes up, it'll come up for both of us. And whether that's an important occasion Mm -hmm. or birthdays, anniversaries, any different things that we need to, uh, you know, remember Especially for me, because I wouldn't remember. I know it's kind of what Facebook's for, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Having it on your actual calendar in case people, you know, decide to leave Facebook, since that tends to happen a lot now. That's so true.
1: (laughs) That's so true. Out of sight, out of mind with those Mm -hmm. birthdays on Facebook. So number two is buying all the cards ahead and writing them out, have them in order by dates and stamped. So if you have some family members that live out of state and you always send them a birthday card, have it ready so that the week of their birthday, you just mail it. And it's a great tool because honestly, those birthdays they come and then you're like, oh, I should have probably mailed it before their birthday. So they got it on their birthday. My grandmother's so good at that. She always sends out birthday cards, like even like like three weeks before the birthday. No. Um I'll I'll never I hope I can pick that up from her. I, I really do. I really wanna be that way.
0: Um Yeah, yeah. I, for me it's like if, you know, the cards are always something that I get super, super last minute yes. <laughs> when I do it. So it's helpful when you have like a bunch of these already purchased. Yeah. Uh, so looking out at the year, especially this year, you know, we didn't expect any of this the beginning of 2020, of course. Right. So you're just like, oh, I'll just do have a normal year. Uh, but if for any reason things get closed down or, or locked down or whatever, we don't know maybe what 2021 is going to hold, but at least we can anticipate there's a possibility depending where you locally live, how things will get shut down. So it's kind of nice to get that stuff done and ahead. But plus in our working from home scenarios, the less things we have to worry about, the better because then that just gives us more time to enjoy the downtime. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. And not being like, now I got to rush out to the store and buy this card. And then I got to go mail it out and do all this. Having that all kind of done now at the beginning of the year, or at least scheduling in each month, when you want to get those things done. So maybe it all can get done quarter one. Yeah. You know, writing them out is actually a great idea, I think. Right. I I hadn't actually really thought about that until we were were talking about it, that it's like, wow, if you could just write it all out. (laughs) Of course, you want to make sure if there's anything time sensitive in there. That's that's true. How it's going to be. But I think for most birthday cards where it's just like, happy birthday, here's a gift card, you know. Right. You know, that's something else you can put in there.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I know for me, the reason why this was important for me to mention it as a tip was because when Dollar Tree, my favorite (laughs) store, as we all know, uh, when they were closed, I was devastated because, yeah, we had birthdays coming up during the pandemic and we weren't going to be seeing a lot of people. So as soon as Dollar Tree opened up, I ran there and you actually told me, why don't you just get a bunch of cards? You know, whose birthday's coming up over the next right. few months? And I was like, that's such a great idea. So, literally, I was all stocked up with cards for the next six months. So, I think I'm going to do it for 12 months this yeah. year. I think I'm going to do it.
0: Yeah, so. I think someone in, in our local Dollar Tree probably got the virus. So, they just shut the whole store for, and we each kept going and it was just like temporarily closed. There was no yes. like open date. And so, it's kind of yeah. what we anticipate any store happening to uh that's even happened with our local starbucks of lunch so yes that's kind of <laughs> sad you get up to the drive through and Very no one's upsetting. there and you're like waiting and then no one responds because <laughs> they don't have a sign and it's like temporarily closed okay yeah but yeah that really is what kind of spurred it on and i think that's actually a great thing i wish we would have thought about that know, years, years ago. prior that it would have saved so much yeah. time Especially that cards are cheap. So it's like, you exactly. just buy a whole, bunch, whole of, bunch. I mean, not cheap anywhere, but like at Dollar Tree. At Dollar if you, Tree. If you go, <laughs> yeah. I'll buy the expensive cards because I just don't look at the price.
1: I know. You're so bad with that. Number three is know your job pattern. So know how you get your work done, schedule your days off on the least busiest days of the month. So I know we've talked about this in in the podcast before, having those long weekends. So Mm -hmm. like a three-day weekend, a four-day weekend, a five-day weekend. So whatever it is, know your job pattern so that you can plan ahead and start telling your coworkers for coverage or telling your boss, like this is when I'm gonna be taking off. And It's exciting because you have something to look forward to. It's fun and you get to have some more downtime with your family and not think about work because work is in your home and just cover up that corner wherever it is and have a fun weekend or even go out somewhere socially distanced and spend the day out with your family.
0: Yeah, we've mentioned it in some of our other episodes before when we were talking about just the challenges or maybe the benefits of working from home. And I really do believe, you know, Yes, if you're able to, and especially if you're in a state that, you know, doesn't really have much risk of shutting down, then planning those like long week or two week vacations are great. But because of our experience over this year, it does seem that it might be a little better, especially those of us that are working from home, to plan more extended weekends because it's a one it's a little less risky in the sense that what if everything gets canceled and now i've spent that entire week you know of yes. of taking time off and planning something that maybe potentially doesn't happen but instead being able to plan and being able to look forward to maybe once a month you have like a 4-day weekend mm-hmm. or longer and you just get to do that more often than in than instead of spending it all in you know one bulk time it it gets it kind of gets through the grind of being in the same four walls every single day, dealing with the same issues, whether it's work or with your kids and with your kids' school and the Zoom not working and all of that. Just being able to just put all that stuff down and look forward to those shorter times where even if it's a staycation <laughs> kind of weekend or you just do something locally, doing that more often gives you something Exciting to look forward to. So planning kind of that out each quarter or at least this first quarter of those those times. And then maybe you'll be able to afford it when the summer comes or the fall. If things are looking more up uh, to be able to do something more extravagant. Yeah. Or at least be willing to the 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 willing of is this going to cancel? Even if it's not you that's worried, you know, some of these vacation spots, you never know what they might have, what they might have to shut down or not.
1: Right. Exactly. Number four is if you're working from home permanently now, how will you set up your permanent space. How will you rearrange things maybe to give you a fresh new look where you're working to to keep you motivated or you know maybe you need a new desk because man your your kitchen table is not holding up and yeah. it's it's just it's crossing the boundary of oh, I sit here to eat, I sit here to work. I I I basically live in this chair. You know whatever it is. So how can you give your space a fresh start? to motivate you, to keep you engaged with work and keep you more productive.
0: Yeah, I think that's important, especially those that were, you know, got thrust into working from home in a temporary sense that maybe now is more more permanent or at least another year or at least a few more months that it's worth considering how can this environment change? Mm -hmm. Even if that means like just painting the walls different color. You know, I mean, I know that's a big thing. Maybe it's a long weekend and you just paint the room that you are in just to be more bright, more vibrant, more, you know, something that'll be more exciting for you to work in and potentially be more permanent. Right. Because I know there are some, especially parents, where like we're trying to like deal with our kids and we've got to work and it's just like throwing the laptop down on like the kitchen counter. And making this the workspace because this is just where it has to be for now. Potentially looking into how can I make this more permanent so at least, you know, I know I'm going to be more permanently home or home more times than not, you know, especially if you're in a hybrid, we call hybrid school, then there's like hybrid working too, uh, that you can have somewhat of a more permanent space so that you feel a little more productive.
1: So, number five is for the holiday season, start getting ideas for what gifts people need, what people want, maybe something they mentioned even while you were giving them their their gifts this this holiday season, or they noticed that somebody else got something that they liked and they were interested in. So you're like, okay, just make that mental note or put it on your your any list app, which is my favorite. So put it on that list so that by this year coming up, you're starting to look out for sales. You're starting to think of maybe something else to add to the gift. And you can start looking out and and start purchasing, this, purchasing it early.
0: Um, yeah, I think that's good. And that goes along with like the cards and setting up your calendar. And maybe we should have made this earlier in the episode. But, uh, you know, the the idea too is right now is the perfect time where someone may have said, Oh, I really like that gift. This is something you had told me is like, if you, someone heard, oh, I really like that gift. Maybe, you know, now is a good time to say, all right, let me look at these January sales. Yes. Buy it now for them, either for their birthday or, uh, you know, Christmas, holiday, whatever it is that you you get gifts for. And, you know, it'll be something that they're excited about. Sure, maybe they'll buy it for themselves over the year, but it's a good time to uh look out or at least remember oh yeah this person had said that
1: mm-hmm. and you
0: drop that note down i think that's good and you can even put it in your calendar where, where you put their birthday like a little that's reminder a of what to do uh, i've done that with uh with cakes for you where you've mentioned like oh i want this like rainbow layer cake <laughs> from this particular store or something and uh and i had put it down in there as a reminder so that i remember every year oh this is the cake that you were yeah. that you wanted
1: this year i want the gelato cake okay the gelato
0: <laughs> Yeah, a a local small business, which again, shop small business if you can, especially right now. Uh, We have a local gelato place, uh, which is like, you know, an ice cream, uh, ice cream kind of store, Italian ice cream. And uh, they had these like custom cakes that they were making that looked really awesome. Yeah. And they're just like a local small business. So it'd be cool to support them.
1: Yeah, that will be on my birthday list for this year.
0: Yeah, I got to put that on the calendar.
1: (laughs) Yes. But also... In the season of giving and everything, have some extra gifts aside because you don't know if you're going to need them. So if there's a neighbor, if there's a, you know, a friend or somebody that you didn't think about getting a gift for and they pop up and they have a gift for you, they have a um a card for you and you just want to give them something back have those extra gifts stored somewhere so that you can just take it out and and be ready to give it and that's that's helped us this year you know those little extra gifts and and surprise pe- and, and people surprise us so we just have something prepared that's been really helpful
0: yeah that's it's good all year round but especially at the end of the year so it's good planning it now cuz maybe you find something that's unique That you could get a few of that are not expensive, but at least they're the backup stuff that you grab now, so that you know when that random person pops up, you don't have to feel awkward like, oh, I don't have a gift for you, and then you got to go rush out and get it. Yes, I think right. I think the big theme that (laughs) that we're kind of getting at is kind of getting all this stuff ahead, so you don't ever have to rush out and get anything. Yeah, Uh, because hey, everything's already as stressful as it is. Why do we need to add to like rush out and have to get some things uh, when we can kind of just get ourselves? ahead of it yeah be relaxed and be able to enjoy more time than not
1: it was so fun this past year just really trying to get at least one gift a month for somebody Mm -hmm. just checking off that list is so
0: satisfying um and it's not all a big expense at once so you could spread that's what the big thing with the year is like if 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 it's a struggle financially for you like it is for many people this year um you know everyone's got a different scenario and different uh Different budget, but if you could budget in a little bit over each month, I mean, think about it—one gift a month. That's that's twelve gifts. So if you have to give to twelve people, you just do one a month instead of twelve all in at once. Yes, uh, in one month. Even though, and the sales are not always that the best. Like we always think right. the sales are the best at like Black Friday and all that stuff. Actually, the sales are probably better in like January because they're trying to get rid of stock. Yes. So it's like taking advantage of those things and, and spending then. So. You know, and then even pre-wrap it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you might forget what it is. Uh, yes. But, uh, you know, it's something to, uh, something good to consider. That's I guess awesome. it's just really on our minds. Yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> Number six is, okay, so my favorite thing to do is Shutterfly. I love to get the grandparents a copy of a Shutterfly calendar, of pictures of our son, pictures of uh, family members and everything. And it's great. It's, it's a wonderful gift. It's meaningful. And Dan, you actually taught me something that was a great idea. He said, you know, you spend so much time in making these calendars. I mean, literally, it could take me like an hour or two it's just doing just one. And it's a lot of organizing. It's a lot of prepar- preparation, finding all the pictures you want. And you said, why don't you upload those pictures every single month? And just like, Put it on the calendar instead of you know wasting time at the end of the the night doing all these calendars and everything late and taking hours to put it together, looking up photos from all throughout the year and trying to coordinate them. Why don't you just upload them right away and put them on the calendar? And I thought that was a great idea that really is smart and helpful. And so be prepared for me to take over your laptop yeah. <laughs> every month, once well, I, a month,
0: and I think that works because like. They're usually around the same kind of calendars. Yeah. So if you were to start one in January, we've got the pictures from December. Yes. All right. The Christmas photos that we took and everything and can fill that out. And then at the end of January, be able to put in some January photos for the January spot. But then it's that's only what maybe 10 minutes yeah. a night yeah. and 10 minutes once a month. And now you get to make these nice little memory calendars. So even if it's for yourself um, or even just organizing albums, yeah. you know, like organize that month the photos from that month um, and just do a few. And so that you could look back every year be like, Oh, well there's all those photos from that month and put them together, you know, in those things. And again, we go back to the gift giving because it does make a good gift. But I think even for yourself, you know, it's a nice thing to have for the following year. If you do photo calendars.
1: Yes. Number seven is pick a word of the year. Instead of picking a resolution goal Picking a word that is the theme for this upcoming year. So you want to talk about that? Yeah,
0: so this is something that I got from a good friend of mine and someone I've had the privilege of working with, Mario Armstrong. And he's a two-time Emmy Award winner for his show, Never Settle, show. And uh, he has got an excellent podcast, uh, uh, Wake Up and Level Up. And I remember two years ago, after I had met him back in 2018 and uh, built a relationship with him. I was listening to his podcast because it was like a daily podcast, I believe then. It might still be. And he talks about, instead of a New Year's resolution, pick one word for the year that kind of permeates everything that you do in life, right? And of course, he's talking business and entrepreneurship, but he's also talking like family and all of that. So if you pick one word, it's easier to remember than some kind of resolution that you do for like the first three weeks of January, and then you forget and you fail and you just don't go back to it, right? but one word. So I started doing that in 2019. I actually still have the sticky notes on my desk. It's what I do at like New Year's Eve. Uh, after the ball drops, we, you know, Amanda goes to bed with Aiden <laughs> and I'm usually up for another hour or two. Cause just, just my pattern with my working. Um, I'll sit down and, tr- and think about, okay, how was this year? What do I need to improve? And what could be that one word that kind of improves that everywhere in my life? So 2019 I picked, uh persist right persistence in the in the idea that i was persisting that i wanted to build an online business to make my way out of my job that i had been in for a long time and just persisting with everything like as a father and and that means that you're you know able to get through it's it's different than endurance where endurance is just de- enduring something that's a struggle persisting is enduring things no matter what the um the difficulty Right, So even the easy stuff, it's easy to get off track, but it's like persisting even when it's easy to not get off track and persist to go through there. And that was a year where I was like starting to go to conferences. I was starting to get and build my business, starting to take some risks. And then 2020, for me, the word that I picked was consistency, consistent, right? What a year to pick consistent, right? (laughs) One of the least consistent years ever. Mm -hmm. But it kind of was something true for me because in the sense of I was consistent in the fact that I am going to, you know, try to build out where I'm consistent throughout the year. And with my job before, there was no consistency, right? Things are all over the place. I'm working, one day I'm working early mornings, the next day I'm working late nights and commuting to the city and different things. Like it was just all over the place. Uh, And finally this year, almost this kind of thing brought on consistency to me because I was able to, build up my online business and be able to do, uh, do work so that I can potentially have a consistent schedule. It's not been super consistent in the sense that I'm, wor- I'm still working at weird hours. Cause I can't work while Amanda's working and vice versa. Uh, but I am working on making 2021 where I get up every day at 5. AM because now our son's going to be in school five days a week. Hopefully it keeps going yes. throughout this time, please. And, uh, and build out the consistency. So I'm actually keeping those words. They're both still on my desk with the years, but they're still going to be part of what I do. I'm just going to pick the third word, the new word, that's going to be the driving force for everything. I don't know what that is yet, because I leave that really for taking all of this week to really contemplate and pick it on uh, New Year's Eve or, or New Year's Day, technically.
1: Yeah, that is so cool. I have to pick a word too, because that's such a great idea. Because the Resolution goal with losing weight is just so generic. I want to do something that's really meaningful.
0: It's not just a work goal. It's everything, right? It's being consistent for me with, uh, you know, working out, being consistent with um, as a husband and as a father uh, and all the things, right? So it's not just in one area. That's what kind of is nice about picking one word. It's like making it a word that can be all the different categories for you that are really important. And when you could do that, then it's a lot easier in that moment to be like, all right, well, I need to do this workout for this. Not just because of this resolution that I feel like I failed, right? but it's because of this word that's going to drive me throughout all that time.
1: Yeah. It's really cool. Well, that's all our tips right now. And I love that we end it with such a cool note on picking a word that is going to be the theme. That's going to drive your new year, 2021. Um there's lots of things to celebrate for this year from this year. We had a lot of cool things happen in our families, but also some tough times. And we want to plan ahead so those stressful situations would be a little bit easier to handle. so, um, and we just don't know what the new year will bring us. we We pray that it brings us more joy and and more exciting things. Um, but we also want to be wise in, in preparation if things shut down and, and we kind of um, are home a lot more again. So we just want to uh, give you guys some tips and hope it's been helpful for you. And if there's any tips that you have that you want to share with us, please reach out to us on our website.
0: Yeah, WorkingHomeParents.com. There's a little button you could see on the right side of the website. It looks like a little microphone. Press that and leave us a voice message. We would love to hear from you. Like, what are your tips for planning 2021? Uh, And if I could leave you with one word for the last podcast of this year, it would be gratitude. You know, we are grateful and thankful for you being a listener of our show, especially being one of the first listeners to our show, Working Home Parents. And we are so grateful for you. Just the fact that you downloaded this episode to your podcast player And took the time to listen. And we do hope that this podcast has been a blessing for you. Yeah. Even if this is the first episode that you've listened to. (laughs) Uh, So please let us know. And we'd love to hear from you on the website. We would love to hear your voice and potentially even have you featured on one of these podcast episodes in the new year. We are so thankful for you. And look, if you haven't already, remember to hit subscribe on your favorite podcast player. This way, every week on Tuesday, you will get our episode delivered right to you. And if you wanted to get transcriptions for this episode, you could head over to workinghomeparents.com slash 17. That's where you can find transcriptions and show notes for this. That's workinghomeparents.com slash 17. Thanks so much for listening. and We look forward to chatting with you on our next episode. Thank you for listening to Working Home Parents. Find show notes, links mentioned, and more at WorkingHomeParents.com.